1: Hey, good morning everyone. A little bit of road trip inspiration here from Joe and the boys, uh, Woody and the boys of the road crew. Today we're going to be talking about ducks and elephants and shoes and well, larger than life roadside attractions. And you know you can't talk road trips of course without the road crew, roadcrew66.com. Theme songs for your adventure on the open road and Proud to have uh, Root Trip USA, specialist in Canadian and American road trips, as a sponsor. And uh, you can find a link to Root Trip USA on our website at jimhinkleysamerica.com. Legend has it that in 1931, Martin Maurer and his wife, Julie, received a revelation. For a novel way to promote their duck business while visiting a California coffee shop built in the shape of a giant coffee pot. Upon their return to Long Island, New York, they set out to bring their dream to life. They sought assistance from George Reeve, a local carpenter, and two brothers, William and Samuel Collins, who were unemployed stage show designers, set designers. A live duck tied to the porch with a string served as the model. A cooked chicken served as the engineering diagram for the basic structure. How's that for a kind of an odd start to a story? Upon completion of the wire mesh frame, concrete and several coats of brilliant white paint were applied to the entire structure, except for the bill. The end result was a big duck that measured 30 feet from beak to tail, 15 feet from folded Uh, wing to folded wing and 20 feet from its base to the top of its head the pan had hardly dried before the big duck originally on west main street in riverhead new york began to receive worldwide attention its opening was featured in popular mechanics and the atlas cement company which had supplied the cement for its construction featured the duck in its annual company calendar In 1987, the property on which the Big Duck stood was sold, and for the third time it was moved to a new location, the Sears Bellows Pond County Park. Its purpose also changed. Today, the Big Duck is listed on the National Register of Historic Places, and it serves as a gift shop that specializes in unique duck-styled merchandise as well as tourist information center for the Long Island Convention and Visitor Center. Long-term plans for the Big Duck? make it the centerpiece of an entire park dedicated to roadside art such as neon signs and vintage gas pumps. Now that's quite an accomplishment for what began as a low budget advertising gimmick and was until quite recently scorned by architects and those who preferred more conventional architecture. Eccentric roadside architecture however predates the automobile. In Margate, New Jersey, one of the most famous of these early attractions dates to 1881 when Lucy the Elephant was built as an attention-getting centerpiece for a beachfront real estate speculation venture. The idea was conceived by James Lafferty. The giant pachyderm standing on the seashore, ship's logs indicate that on a clear day it can be seen up to eight miles from shore. It was a way to attract potential buyers from nearby Atlantic City. But there was a problem. Even though it was theoretically possible by current engineering standards to build the proposed six-story elephant, it had never been done before. <coughs> Excuse me. Undaunted, Lafferty hired the services of an architect to design the building. Next, he retained a patent attorney to ensure that his creation would be one of a kind. The US Patent Office granted his request and gave him exclusive rights For 17 years to build and sell animal-shaped buildings. The completed project was truly a wonder. More than a million pieces of wood were shaped into an intricate array of curves that functioned as load supports for the 90-ton structure. The entire outer surface was constructed of hammered tin. Even more amazingly, Lafferty built two more giant elephants one of them the elephantine colossus was erected in the center of the coney island amusement park and stood 12 stories high twice that of lucy and then he built the light of asia on the scale of lucy designed for another real estate project unfortunately only lucy survives Animals were not the only choice for those who chose to build larger-than-life models of everyday objects for their roadside establishments or as monuments to their success. In Helm, Pennsylvania, millionaire shoe magnate Mahon Haynes built his dream house in the shape of a giant shoe in 1948. The innovative residence is 48 feet long, 17 feet wide, and 25 feet high at the rear of the shoe. It has three bedrooms, two bathrooms, a kitchen, and living room, with everything laid out on five staggered levels. The garage in the instep is now an ice cream parlor, and the furnace and water pump are in the heel. The shoe theme is evident throughout the house and property. The large stained glass window in the front features Haynes uh, holding a shoe in each hand with a sign that reads, Haynes, the Shoe Wizard for the children there's a shoe-shaped sandbox and for the dog <coughs> and for the dog there's a similar shaped shoe house the fence features shoe cutouts one of the most ama- intriguing facts about the house is that Haynes never lived in it instead he offered it to elderly couples and employees for all expenses paid weekend getaways After his death in 1962, the house became a combination private residence, ice cream stand, and souvenir shop. A similar-looking home in Webster, South Dakota, appropriately serves as a shoe museum. Inspired by the fairy tale about the old lady who lived in the shoe, another large shoe was constructed and serves as a residence in South Africa. Then, along Highway 61 near Natchez, Mississippi, stands another unique example of unconventional roadside architecture. Mammy's Cupboard is a 30-foot-high, concrete, stereotypical black mammy. For more than 60 years, she has stood as a local landmark with earrings made of horseshoes and a red brick hoop skirt punctuated with arched windows. Over the years, she has had several local residents as well as passing motors in numerous guises in between periods of abandonment. Originally, she was a gas station and restaurant. In recent years, her most common uses have been as a small restaurant and a secondhand shop. Mammy's Cupboard is a unique time capsule from a time long past. In an era of political correctness run amok, her very appearance along the verdant Roadside can be startling at first sight. Mammy's Cupboard, the Big Duck, and Lucy, they're survivors of an area when America's roadsides were dotted with monuments to individuality. For the adventuresome, many other memorable attractions are scattered throughout the country. These attractions are a reminder that quite often the most memorable structures are those built on a monumental scale. In the days before the introduction of the interstate highway system, the franchise, and the chain motel, this type of architecture was even more common. What better way was there to make your business stand out than to build it in the shape of a giant teapot or a sombrero? My friends, you know, when you take to the two-lane highways, you discover that the world isn't generic. It's got color and vibrancy. And, of course, one of the most famous of these roads is Route 66. And uh, to ensure a great, memorable highway on... uh, Well, Route 66 or any of our other great two-lane highways, check out Route Trip USA. For more road trip-inspiring stories, join us for another episode of Wake Up With Jim, Monday morning, 6.30 Mountain Standard Time. Or uh, check out our website, JimHinkley'sAmerica.com And then our Sunday morning program. The tickets are free, but you do need to register in advance on Eventbrite. This is Coffee with Jim, Sunday morning. Uh, we will be talking about the Great Southwest on the big screen this Sunday. Everything from an all-dwarf western to the first feature film ever made. Uh, I think you're going to find this a little bit of fun. Do we have any questions uh, for our road trip enthusiasts this morning that are with us? Uh, If not, I have one more little plug. Take a look at Tulane Life. And it's number two, Lane, life, then Life, on YouTube. I sat down with the boys yesterday for an interview. And uh, a couple of weeks ago, I gave them the tour here of Kingman, Arizona. They seemed rather impressed, but uh, might take a gander. It's kind of a virtual tour of our historic district, some of our surprising history and celebrity association here in Kingman, Arizona. My friends, I want to thank you for joining us today. If you know of any unique roadside architecture, such as uh, Giant Shoes or Mammy's Cupboard or B17 gas stations, hey, drop me a note. I'm really curious about these mimetic architectures. Well, if we have no questions, I'm going to wrap this up. I hope you found it inspirational, and I look forward to hearing from you about your road trip adventures. Take care, my friends. Vaya Cadiz and adios.
0: Say hello to a new friend On an old road Take a two-lane trip of memories Into mysteries unknown Come along for the ride. Jim Hinckley's America. Jim Hinckley's America.
1: For those who are traveling uh, this weekend here in Western Arizona, it's going to be a touch of wintry weather. Travel safe, my friends.